It says in an ancient Gnostic scripture known as Thunder Perfect Mind, I am the voice whose sound is manifold and the word whose appearance is multiple. I am the hearing which can be attained by everyone. This is from Ajahn Sumido, a Buddhist monk who teaches the sound of silence meditation in his world of Buddhism. You can experience the sound of silence in the mind. You hear it as a kind of high-frequency sound, a ringing sound. The following is from the teachings of Sant Kripal Singh of the Sant Mat tradition of India. The sound current, or audible life stream, serves as the link between God and man. Just as a fish can ride a mighty wave, so a spirit can ride the sound current and reach the ocean of sound, or Nam. Our mind is ever in a state of oscillation. It is covered with the dust of ages upon ages. All the time our mental faculties are flowing outward into the world, and never for a moment have they known any rest. Until the mind is purified and stilled, one cannot listen to the reverberations of the sound current. Welcome to today's edition of Spiritual Awakening Radio, The Yoga of Sound, Part 5, The Path of the Masters, Santmat, Living Gnosis Now. Ancient schools of spirituality, including Santmat, Kabbalah, Mandaean Gnosis, Sufism, and others, see themselves as preserving a kind of perennial philosophy of the ages. Some see a line of masters and mystics, the keepers of spiritual knowledge, as existing throughout all of recorded history. Some of these great souls include Seth, Enoch, Abraham, Moses, Isaiah, the Essene, teacher of righteousness, John the Baptist, Yeshua, his brother, James the Just, Valentinus, St. Isaac of Nineveh, Rabia of Basra, Jaaladin Rumi, Hafez, Namdev, Kabir, Guru Nanak, Tukarama, Mirabai, Dadu, Darya Sahib of Bihar, Sant Tulsi Sahib of Hathras, Swamiji Maharaj of Agra, Maharishi Mehi Paramhans, and others right up to the present time. If there were true masters in the past, there's no reason why they wouldn't continue to exist in the present. Why wouldn't they continue to be? Why wouldn't there continue to be genuine masters in the world today? The Sant Mat tradition, known also as the Path of the Masters, very much sees itself as a modern-day continuation of the teachings of the saints of old. 
with living lineages or apostolic successions of masters right up to the present time. The author Julian P. Johnson in his book With a Great Master in India says, the teaching of the saints, which is what the term Santmat means, has been one and the same system since the first saint ever set foot upon this planet. It is a science or method based upon natural law and personal experience. The Creator Himself is its author and founder. According to the Masters of the East, the electricity or energy of the Godhead that flows through all creation and that's present within every living thing is called the Shabed or Shabd or Shabda. Shabda is a term for the inner light and sound or positive power of God, sometimes referred to as the audible life stream. This current can be seen as well as heard. This is the sound of God if we did but know it, and it is the light of eternity if we could only recognize it within ourselves. Surat Shabd Yoga the spiritual practice of Santmat literally means the attention faculty of the soul or surat becoming one yoked yoga or in union with the inner light and sound current or shabda of God. The inner light sound stream can be encountered during the silence of contemplative meditation when we directly open ourselves up to it. Here's a list of other mystic terms for this same imminent power of the Godhead used in various world religions and languages over the centuries. The sound current, holy stream of light, Ein Sof, Vadan, holy stream of sound, Holy Spirit, Word, Logos, Christ, as in, in the beginning was the Word. And as it says in the Acts of John, who else is Christ but the sound of God? Satisarmad is a term for it in Sufism. Tao and Taoism, music of the spheres, harmony of all harmonies, Nada, Ek Onkar, Hu, the voice of the silence, the lost chord of the Masons and the lost chord of others as well in the esoteric tradition. The song of the creator or the song of creation in the Native American traditions. Song lines in the aboriginal tradition of ancient Australia. The Anhad Shabad, the unstruck melody. The Anhad Nada, the unstruck eternal sound of Hinduism. The Nam of the Sikhs, also called Bani. Kalami Ilahi, Shekinah, Dun. So many terms for this divine sound, the music of the Spirit. The author Peter Fripp, in his book The Mystic Philosophy of Santmat, describes listening to the inner sound during meditation practice. The music of the Shabd is distinct. It's unsteady when first heard, but as it deepens, it lifts the listeners into a hitherto unknown peace. 
The sound of the Shabbat is like a constant theme with variations on all levels, planes, or heavens. These variations are described as the rushing of a mighty wind, the sound of a lute, the deep resonance of a bell or conch, or the tinkling of glass in the wind. There are also wonderful lights and radiance to accompany the sounds. The sounds and lights progress in a definite order corresponding to each stage of the journey inwards, and they clearly indicate the disciples' spiritual progress. Maharishi Mehi, in his great spiritual classic of the Sant tradition, known as Philosophy of Liberation, says, Upon merging the mind with the sound, there remains only the consciousness, free of the association with the mind. The consciousness free of the mind will be drawn to the flow of sounds, ultimately merging into the soundlessness, or the Supreme Sovereign God. The internal practice of meditation ends here. The Supreme God is realized and the work is completed." Unquote. At the end of practice, one transcends sound and returns to God, described in the language of Maharishi Mehi Paramhans, as soundlessness. Soundlessness beyond sound. In the teachings of Maharishi Mehi Paramhans, divine light and sound veil the unseen God beyond. So when we transcend the light and sound, only God remains, a God beyond light and sound. Some have described this form of meditation as a conscious near-death experience, or NDE. That is to say, the holy stream of sound can transport souls to higher states of being that may be, for some, like NDEs or OOBEs, out-of-body experiences or near-death experiences, or soul travel. This is not a do-it-yourself spirituality in the sense that one needs a guide, needs the guidance of a competent living master in order to correctly and fully practice the meditation in a healthy and balanced, correct sort of way. One should never attempt to climb the Himalayas without a Sherpa guide, in the same way one should not attempt meditation to this degree without the sound wisdom and spiritual direction of a living guide. In the Shabda Yoga tradition of India, the methods of practice are communicated to the disciple at the time of initiation by a living master. This is freely given, no money is involved, no membership dues in order to qualify. It's completely free of charge. A living teacher, being fully acquainted with the landscape of inner space, is able to impart to initiates valuable guidance on how to safely make the journey of ascension 
to the spiritual worlds during meditation practice inside. The complete details of Shab meditation practice are not found in books and aren't for sale, but are given to seekers by a living master at the time of initiation. There is, in other words, a secret path, secret instructions between master and disciple on a need-to-know basis given to those who qualify, who truly are seeking this knowledge. And anyone who genuinely wants it can have it. And it is a communication between master and disciple as well as a kind of spiritual charge between master and disciple. It's not just information that's being communicated, but the spiritual charge of the teacher as well to help make the student uh, come into the experience of inner light and sound. The following is from the teachings of Yogani Mataji, who in this wonderful chapter of the book Enchanted Land, provides a great general description of this form of meditation. Consciousness can be released from the mortal frame by attaching itself to the stream of celestial music radiating from the top of the head and beyond. To do this, one first must be initiated by a genuine mystic who has gained, who himself or herself has gained access to the higher realms. Keeping the back erect and the mind alert, one continuously repeats God's name as given by his or her guru. This Simran, mental repetition of a name of God, as Mataji termed it, should be done with one's attention centered behind closed eyes. Coupled with this physical stillness and ceaseless repetition of God's name, step one in meditation, the next step is to contemplate the light within. At first, Mataji pointed out there will only be darkness, but eventually light will appear in the form of either small flashes or small star-like points. In any case, one should focus on the radiance, keeping one's Simran, repeating God's name or names in meditation, intact and allowing the light to draw the soul inward. The third and most important step, Mataji said, is to listen to the sound that issues forth from the light. It is this internal music which will numb the body and allow the consciousness to leave its ordinary dwelling. By riding this current of light and sound like a fish going upstream, the soul will be able to go back to its original home. On the journey within, however, the soul must be guided by a true master, so as not to be detained in any of the lower illusory regions, 
According to Mataji, what near-death patients experience is only the beginning of a vast sojourn into great universes of light, love, and beauty. That's a reading from the book Enchanted Land, edited by David Christopher Lane and published by the MSAC Philosophy Group, a chapter dedicated to the teachings of Yogani Mataji, who was a guru in a branch of the Sant Mat tradition of India, the Radhaswami tradition specifically, providing a, a very great general overview of the teachings, not so much the secrets, the mechanics of uh, the what name and how exactly to go about it, but in general, a, a sense of what it's like to practice this form of meditation and the effects upon the listener, how it becomes possible to get free of the thoughts of the mind, the running commentary of the mind, giving us the play-by-play, -play, the monkey mind, as some call it, transcending mind and reaching a level of relaxation never known before, making it possible to experience inner regions or heavens, visions of what lies beyond, making the impossible possible, the kingdom of the heavens that are within us can be accessed, heavens not just for dead people. Those given to contemplative meditation practice can catch a glimpse of the inner light strains of heavenly melodies as well, and can experience this ascension of the soul process and explore the inner space that waits for us inside. Humanity is like someone who owns a house but has never gone inside. They sit on the front porch and they read books about how there are rooms inside. There's a living room, there's a den, there's a bathroom with a shower and a bedroom and a kitchen, uh, at least according to some. We've never gone inside, we've never visited those places, but according to these holy books, these rooms inside exist. But we're on the front porch. We're in the world of the outer senses, looking outward. We haven't opened the door and gone inside yet, so it's all rather abstract and theoretical. The interior castle has many rooms, according to St. Teresa of Avila. If we could only go inside, if we could only go within and explore, then we will go from faith to gnosis, from theory to practice, from being a believer in teachings to a mystic explorer on an interior voyage, having our own direct experience, exploring inner space. The name of the program is Spiritual Awakening Radio. This week's program is program number 550 in the chsrhealthylife.net series of Spiritual Awakening Radio, streaming online every week at this time for all of these years exploring the world of spirituality, meditation, mysticism, and the path of the Masters. 
After the break, we will continue exploring the path of the masters of the East and the way of inner light and sound and that world which lies beyond the third eye center, the realms of inner space. Stay tuned. a useful description of the steps and stages of meditation practice according to the path of the masters or Santmat, the masters of India, found in the following couplets composed by Swami Sant Seviji Maharaj of the Santmat tradition, the Sant Tulsi Sahib line of masters. Swami Sant Seviji describes in this couplet a good, providing a good overview of the meditation practice, generally describing the various stages. He says, begin meditation with internally chanting or repeating the Guru Mantra, the charged words given by the Master and then try to visualize the radiant form or image of the Satguru in the still darkness of the inner sky with eyes closed. Follow that with focusing your attention at the seat of the soul within, i.e. at the third eye or the inner eye by making the two streams of consciousness in your two eyes converge at a point. When the two currents of consciousness meet at a single point, divine light appears within. Then practice Surat Shabd Yoga, the yoga of divine sound. Try to shift your attention to listening to the divine sounds or melodies, anhad, nod, ringing inside. Listening to the divine sound destroys all the perversions, agitations, and fickleness of the mind. Ascending beyond or transcending the many sounds, try to identify and tune into the quintessential unstruck melody called Sar Shabd or Anhat Nad, 
which alone is capable of taking you and merging you into oneness with the Supreme Lord. This is the ultimate deliverance or liberation. Also from the teachings of Swami Sant Seviji Maharaj from his wonderful book known as Harmony of All Religions, the tenth gate or third eye, third ear, is the gathering point of consciousness. Therein lies the path for our return. The tenth gate is also known as the sixth chakra, the third eye, Bindu, the center located between the two eyebrows. This is the gateway through which we leave the gates of the sense organs and enter into the divine realms and finally become established in the soul. We travel back from the realm of darkness to the realm of light, from the light to the divine sound, and from the realm of sound to the soundless state. This is called turning back to the source. This is what Dharma or religion really intends to teach us. This is the essence of the Dharma. A couple of passages from Kripal Singh on the inner sounds. This is from the book Spiritual Elixir. You will have more sounds than one, but you have to stick to that of the big bell, the astral bell ringing, a conch shell, thunder, drum beat, a violin, and the flute. These are the higher types of sounds and leave all the rest. As regards the sound of Bina, B-I-N-A, it somewhat resembles the sound of the instrument which the snake charmers use to catch the snakes. Its tune resembles that of a flute. The difference is that the sound of the flute is shrill compared with that of the binna, just as the sound of a violin is shrill when compared with that of the flute. And the sound grows more in volume and thicker and continuous as the soul traverses higher. It is a continuous sound resembling that of a bagpipe. That's from Kripal Singh, a document I have called Letters to Vermont Initiates, describing how there are many sounds and certain ones are more special than others. Shivbrat Lal also said something quite similar once. 
Various sorts of sound currents reverberate in the human system from which the initiate has to pick up the right one and listen to it. Otherwise he will go astray and lose his equipoise. The practical guru forewarns his disciple and directs him or her to which sound to listen to and which one to discard. Certain sounds are considered more important or more spiritual than others on the way of inner sound. After the break, we will begin exploring some of those inner sounds and the realms within. The Journey of Ascension, The Path of the Masters. You're hearing Spiritual Awakening Radio. Stay tuned. Today on Spiritual Awakening Radio, The Yoga of Sound, Part 5, Path of the Masters, The Way of Sant Mat, The Way of the Saints, Living Gnosis Now, Teachings of Recent or Living Masters, Not Readings from Old Coptic Parchments Buried Under the Sands of Egypt, millennia ago, but a living tradition here with us now in the 21st century. Shivbrat Lal describes the process of hearing inner sounds, saying that the master at the time of one's initiation into Surat Shab Yoga instructs the student about what sounds to focus on. Some sounds are more spiritual than others. Some sounds are semi-material and don't really take you anywhere, don't draw you inside, don't pull you up, don't give you any tranquility, but are just sort of there. There's lots of background noise in the cosmos. Shivbrat Lal says, Various sorts of sound currents reverberate in the human system, from which the initiate has to pick up the right one and listen to it. Otherwise, he will go astray and lose his equipoise. The practical guru forewarns his disciple and directs him or her which sound to listen to and which one to discard. Unquote. There are sounds that are very material. There is a kind of hum sound, humming sound that's almost physical plane, physical, magnetic, semi-astral, a fairly low sound. A lot of people hear it. It doesn't really take you anywhere, but it's there, and it's one of the early sounds that people devoted to silence might encounter. And so there are many sounds in the cosmos. Swami Vyasanan says, only the central sound has the power to attract the consciousness to the center and carry the soul to the center of a higher realm. 
other illusory material sounds do not have that magnetism to attract the consciousness to higher realms. Unquote. The masters teach that the world, indeed many realms, are illusion, and that on inner planes there are many reflections or copies of higher realities. There are labyrinths within labyrinths. There are phenomena that can imitate or mimic spiritual experiences. There are even realms that to some extent might appear to be heavens or copies of the ultimate reality or such kind. Hall of Mirrors, Matrix, Labyrinth, Astral Flypaper. In this world, there is the illusion of the Master, the meat-eating guru who forged his own resume, offering instruction and initiation, but also says that ethics don't matter. And that's the illusion of having a spiritual teacher. The illusion of satsang. The illusion of enlightenment. One can stare at a bright light or contemplate the flame of a candle, then close one's eyes in a darkened room and continue to see a kind of photo-like retinal image of that candle. An optical illusion of inner light. Some electronic devices and electrical appliances generate white noise, humming sounds, and high-frequency ringing tones and overtones. These, to some extent, can mimic inner spiritual sounds. The illusion of the sound current. It's easy to be fooled, not only in this world, but in worlds within as well. Labyrinths within labyrinths. Sometimes in the news, there have been reports about people hearing a mysterious sound that seems to be coming from nowhere. One of these has been called the Taos Hum. In his book, Moksha Darshan, or Philosophy of Liberation, Maharishi Mehi Parmhans states that not only are there spiritual sounds associated with the heavenly realms, but there are also many vibrations or semi-subtle sounds associated with the gross material realm. He says one should not falsely assume that they are accessing the real inner sound current just by hearing any kind of sound that may manifest itself in one's perception during the silence. Of meditation. He says there are sounds due to gross material vibrations in the body. To meditate on these gross material sounds and believe it to be as the full practice of the yoga of sound shows a lack of acquaintance with the yoga of sound. Unquote. There are, in other words, gross material sounds one can hear in the silence of meditation that do not lead one above, do not lead to spiritual growth, transformation, or enlightenment. Swami Vyasanan says, This is because only the central sound has the power to attract the consciousness to the center and carry the soul to the center of a higher realm. Other illusory material sounds do not have that magnetism to attract the consciousness to the higher realms. Unquote. And of course, tinnitus is a physical phenomena related to the inner ear, disease of the inner ear, and that to 
sometimes sounds like a ringing tone. How do you tell if the inner ringing you're, you're experiencing is tinnitus or a mystic sound? Well, the inner sound manifests itself when we concentrate in meditation. It appears, it shows up. And then if we should discontinue our meditation and pick up a copy of the New York Times or go to some other activity, that sound will disappear. So that sound is based on one's attention and is most likely coming from within. Whereas, of course, tinnitus is just there to be noticed 24-7, right? You know, disease of the inner ear. So it can be tricky. There are different kinds of sounds. There are true sounds and there is the illusion. You know, something that mimics a, a, a gross material substance uh, that is mimicking an inner sound but isn't an inner sound. A very tricky cosmos we find ourselves living in. After the break, more about the way of inner sound. Stay tuned for more after these messages. My name is James B. and Spiritual Awakening Radio streams live every week at this time here on HealthyLife.net, the Positive Talk Radio Network. Soon this program becomes available on demand online as a podcast as well. Today's program is the Yoga of Sound, Part 5, The Path of the Masters, Living Gnosis Now, Mystics of the 21st Century. And of course, in preceding decades of the 20th century, in truth, there has never been a decade without a master going back thousands of years. In my own personal library, I have writings that pretty much cover every century of the last 2,500 years. Pythagoras and various Buddhist sutras and Upanishads and Gnostic Gospels and Sufi writings and the Sants of India, uh, Kabir and Dharam Das and then Tulsi Sahib and his successors and then we go from the 19th century to the 20th century and here we are now in the 21st. Inner sound meditation, just a footnote on tinnitus. I know of practitioners of Surat Shab Yoga who have tinnitus and hear inner sound and are able to distinguish between the tinnitus sound, which is very different from the inner sound. They have tinnitus and yet still successfully practice Surit Shab Yoga and can tell the difference between the two different kinds of sounds. Just thought I'd share that. There are inner sounds that one receives instructions from a true master about at the time of initiation into Surat Shab Yoga, the secrets of inner sound meditation, the yoga of the audible life stream. These sounds are perceived to come from the right side 
of the head or the center, the middle, and represent the ascending current. Sounds that appear to be coming from the left side, the left ear, or are perceived in our brain as coming from the left side, are of the descending current flowing downwards into the material creation or multiverse. One is instructed to focus on the sounds of the ascending current or audible life stream, certain sounds. There are, of course, many other sounds one might hear, but one has to focus on certain sound currents. The reason for this is these sounds, if focused upon during meditation practice, will keep pulling the soul's attention up to ever higher and higher levels. These are coming from regions above. Other sounds, though mistaken for the sound current, are interesting, semi-miraculous, or even mystical. Interesting, no doubt. But will not help the surat soul to ascend or make spiritual progress. Swami Vyasanand, from his brand new Amazon Kindle book, The Inward Journey of the Soul. I have heard accounts of some practitioners who follow unusual sound meditation practices and claim to hear sounds. However, these gross material sounds are imaginary or generated by metabolic functions and blood circulation. An ear disease can also create a humming sound that can be mistaken for the inner divine sound. Unquote. Shiv brought Lal. The devotee, in his spiritual journey upwards, hears sweet melodies which attract him. The melodies are a powerful magnetic force which draws the attention inwards and makes it fully attuned to proceed up and up. In the inward journey of the soul, Swami Vyasanand, in his new Kindle, Amazon ebook says the question arises what is the secret of correct technique for shabd or sound meditation Sant Radhaswami says focus your consciousness stream on inner space you will find the divine sound which will lead you beyond the snares of this illusory world unquote you should focus your consciousness or inner current in the middle of the eyebrows, the meeting point of the channels, known as the tenth gate, Shushamna, Ajna Chakra, or third eye, Tishratil. The practitioner will attain one-pointedness through this practice. In other words, the subtlest and most luminous sign of the light realm will appear with that luminous sign, the inner sound will also manifest. Swami Vyasanand, who teaches Surat Shabd Yoga in northern and southern India, like previous masters, says it's very important to first be established in the light, in the inner light, with eyes closed, focused at the third eye center. And only then does he recommend focusing on inner sound. Get to the light, and then from there, 
focus on the inner sound that becomes available to you at that stage of contemplative meditation practice. Or as I shared earlier from Yogani Madhaji, listen to the sound that issues forth from the light. Well, if you want to read more of this discussion about true sounds and inner sounds and not being fooled by illusory sounds and uh, all about the inner sound, send me an email. I can send you my booklet, The Yoga of Sound, Exploring the Sound Mysticism of the Great World Religions, as well as a document called Hearing the Celestial Sound Current During Meditation, a discourse on inner sound meditation which has all of these quotes from Swami Vyasanand and Maharishi Mehi about not being fooled by uh, humming sounds and physical plane sounds that some people sometimes get fooled by thinking that they are the inner sound. Send me an email, and I'll send you links to these things or PDF files of them. My email address is james at spiritualawakeningradio.com, james at spiritualawakeningradio.com, or send me a text message at this number, 508-603-9381. Send a text message to this number, 508-603-9381. Hope you've enjoyed the series on the yoga of sound on Spiritual Awakening Radio.